Yes, us. Welcome to the Kefi Life Podcast. My name is Kiki Vale, and I'll be your guide to creating a life of Ola Kala, all is well. Together, we'll get back to the basics, and we'll explore fresh new ways to flourish in mind, body, and soul the Greek way. You can look forward to interviews, stories, essential self-care strategies, recipes, and actionable takeaway Ola Kala moments. This is going to be so much fun. Let's get going. Bam it. Our Lexi for today is Anitho, Anitho, or dill. Anitho is an herb in the celery family and has a distinct fresh citrus-like taste, which pairs very well with garlic and mint. Anitho, or dill, is commonly used in Mediterranean cooking, and it tastes really good with foods like fish, salads, vegetables, egg dishes, and stews. Sidebar, Anitho is also helpful to menopausal women. When they eat more of it, they gain hormonal balance. Eleolado, olive oil, has been celebrated in the civilized world for millennia, nearly eternal. The oil of this fruit has been more than just food to the cultures of the Mediterranean region. It's been medicinal, ceremonial, sacramental, and the foundation of great wealth and power. It is safe to say that olive oil is the ethos, the essence of Greek culinary culture. Today, the priceless and life-giving ingredients of this liquid gold can be delivered to you when you purchase your premium bottle of Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil from the region my parents were born, the Peloponnese. The coveted Koroneki olive is extensively cultivated here in the southern part of Greece, which offers the unique microclimate needed to grow a fruit netting the utmost nutrient value for extra virgin olive oil. Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil, a boundless amount of value, high in antioxidants with anti-inflammatory properties linked to good mood and improved mental health. Get your bottle of wellness today when you visit kefilife.shop. Dan Buettner of National Geographic marked Ikaria as one of the world's blue zones. And ever since then, Thea Paricos of Thea's Inn on the island helped open the doors to thousands of people about this magical place. Ikaria, the island where people forget to die because of their natural movement, community, social connections, timeliness, timelessness, and food. Food, something we all know about. But if Icarians live a wellspan that is vibrant and long, maybe you and I should put into play their diet. And you know what? The New York Times featured an article titled, Eat Like an Icarian. Great article, and I now take this time to personally bring it to you via Thea, Thea Paricos. I have the great pleasure of welcoming her back. How are you? I'm good, Kukla. It's good to be back with you. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, Kukla. The reason I love to see you and talk to you, by the way, that intro was a little long, but I want people to know how important this is. Um, I'm doing fine. I'm doing good. well. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to talk to you today about the Icarian diet and get down to the basics and essentials of the kitchen so that people can really um, embrace this uh, wherever they are in the world. Definitely. So let's start with the basics of every meal before you even hit the pots. What are they? All right. The basics for me personally and my Icarian kitchen is olive oil is a must, garlic, oregano, onion, lemon, and then whatever other herbs I might be using or whatever herbs are in season. It might be mint, it might be dill, it could be rosemary, thyme, whatever I have growing at that time of year. 
Yesterday when we were talking, we were sort of prepping for this interview. You mentioned uh, a chickpea recipe and I told you mine and then you shared yours with me. And you said, you know, Kiki, it's better to use the olive oil at the end after the chickpeas have been prepared. And that is to use it as flavor, not to cook with the oil, which because the heat sort of takes away from the nutrient value, correct? I don't know how hot it has to be to take away the nutrient, but I do know that it's much healthier if it's raw olive oil, cold olive oil, and the flavor is much more intense. I personally use... I use as little olive oil in my actual cooking as I possibly can. I prefer to put it on at the end of the meal, even for lentil soup, for example. I'll put it at the end when it's cooked. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about garlic. Garlic is like so powerful. It has such a strong flavor. Um, There's a a dip that I love to eat called scordalia. Ah, <laughs> but when I eat that, I can't get near people for days. <laughs> <laughs> it comes out your pores. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, how do you use garlic? Okay, we use garlic just about everywhere, actually. And garlic is a natural antibiotic. It helps reduce blood pressure. Um, they say it might even be helpful against Alzheimer and dementia. It helps. It helps boost your immune system. But we use garlic in. Meat dishes, as you say, in like the garlic spread, foods in the oven, vegetable dishes. I I really can't think of a dish. It's spaghetti sauce, for example, in anything. Anything that I cook is more than likely going to have garlic in it. It's a necessity. And my favorite cough syrup is with garlic. Oh, talk to me about that one. You want me to tell you about that one? Okay, I'm going to tell you. yeah. So I tried this years ago when my son was getting bronchitis frequently and it just put a stop to the bronchitis like nobody's business. You take a small jar of good honey, you cut a clove of garlic in half, put it in a jar, you leave it overnight and the next day you just start giving them honey. How much you're supposed to give, I don't know. I would just feed him honey whenever he would cough and (laughs) because the honey absorbs everything from the garlic. And you have the honey, which is soothing and it's good for you. And you have the garlic, which is natural antibiotic and it works. I believe that. And anytime I do have a sore throat or something's going on with my throat, honey seems to just like ease the pain. But then you combine, you say like the garlic and that's like a natural antibiotic. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great one. A way that I've been eating garlic lately that I never used to is I will... um, dabble a little bit of olive oil on the garlic clove, like the whole head of the garlic, like I'll open it up and then I'll bake it in the oven. Oh, yes. And then I'll bring it out and just eat it with bread. And it's so good. It is good. Garlic's great. Yes, gordo. We'll <laughs> <laughs> have a garlic party. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, what about cremidi or onion? Onion, we use every, everywhere. You know, what What don't you put onion in? I can't think of a dish without onion. So, okay, so here might be a good question then for you, because uh, this is something I'm trying to educate or educate myself on. Um, there's red onion, there's sweet onion, there's white onion, there's all these kinds of onions. Do those different varieties of onions make a difference in the taste of certain dishes and I, I carry in diet? This I'm not aware of. Even the onions that we plant, um, we have smaller ones, we have larger ones, we have the tiny ones that we use for stifado, for example. Mm. To be honest with you, I don't see a difference in flavor. Perhaps the red ones are a little bit more strong to the eyes and make you cry more. 
But I haven't noticed that. I just like onions. So onions in general. So like if you're making a dish, like tell me a dish that maybe you've made recently that you use the onion in. My giant beans in the oven, my chicken in the oven, my chicken soup. I put whole onions in my soup. If I'm cooking meat in the oven, I put whole onions because I love the taste of cooked onions with olive oil on it. Yes. Um, green onions, dried onions, everywhere. You know what I'm crazy about also, Thea, and I, I think I started to love it when I came to Icaria is leeks. Leeks are amazing. Yeah. They go really well with um, Araka. Yeah, they're really, really good. Okay, let's talk a little bit. Okay, so, so in the um, in the Icarian kitchen, we start off with our garlic, with our onion. It's a must. And we talked about the olive oil. Um, is there anything specific you want to tell us about how you, well, you said earlier that you pretty much drizzle at the end. That's how you mm-hmm. prefer it so you can enjoy the taste. Right, right. Okay, so let me, let me give you an example. I don't have butter in my fridge. I don't use butter in my baking. I don't use it in my cooking. I only use olive oil. Um, I find it to be, I find if I eat something with butter, it's, 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 it's heavier now. Perhaps I've gotten used to the olive oil, but definitely. And, and of course you have to have lemons, but we all know how good for you lemons are, right? And we, we like to use the whole lemons rather than the bottled lemon juice. You won't find that in someone's house. Okay, tell, tell, how do you do that? Like, what's the method? You, the, there is no method, really. It's just that we use lemon in so many of our dishes. We'll use lemons in many bean dishes and meat dishes and fish dishes and soups. Um, but are you saying you take the whole lemon and put it in the dish? Oh, I apologize. No, what I was referring to was using fresh lemon juice versus the bottled lemon juice. Got it. Got it. Yeah, got it. Okay. Well, and this makes a wonderful tea also. Okay, so your tea would be lemon with the honey? Lemon with honey. You, put, you, you take your honey, you put some hot water to melt the tea. I mean the honey, excuse me. And then you add the lemon juice to it. Yummy. It's, Yummy. When you have a cold, it just kicks it out. With all the vitamin C. Yeah, yeah. So lemon, honey, and hot water. Right. So easy and it's fresh. You know, they say in uh, Greece, side to vuno. So all the chamomile that is growing on the mountainsides of various islands. Is chamomile popular in Ikaria? Iki, we have so many wild teas. We have um, sage, pennyroyal. We have thyme, um, chamomile, the mountain tea. The rosemary. There's so many different kinds of teas. I'm not familiar with pennyroyal. Pennyroyal fliscuni. I'm not familiar. Uh. Uh-uh. It's a mint tea. It's in the mint family. Okay. okay. It's a it's a comfort. It's a comforting kind of a tea. Good to know. Good to know. Okay, let's move on then to um, uh, the oregano. Okay. Mm-hmm. You also have that growing all over the island and fresh oregano, there's nothing like it. No, there isn't anything like it. You have to have oregano in your food. Oregano goes with everything and anything. And we put it in all our meat, our meat dishes. We put it in our vegetable dishes, our stuffed vegetables. Um, oregano is very similar to thyme in regarding the qualities that it has. They're antiviral, antibacteria, antiseptic. Um, 
they even say that it helps with premature aging, it helps with memory loss. So what's really interesting is so many of the herbs that we use, which we'll go through it as we get further down, even the rosemary that we use, so many of them have, have qualities that are good for memory or good for brain health. When we talk about that we have a low dementia level on the island, and and every time I talk about herbs, I realize maybe this is something that has to do with it because so many of our herbs that we use have these qualities. It was interesting on your website. I was like um, perusing your website earlier, and it just said that what you took for granted about all the um, foods and herbs and way of life on Icaria, other people are like so new to it and don't even understand how beneficial and practical like something like herbs can be in one's life. I never thought about it before. I just took it for granted. And I think we all do that like with something that, you know, we're used to, but truly herbs are available to all of us all over the world. Now you have the good fortune of, do you go on the mountainside and pick your herbs or go to the market? We use use our own, definitely. We'll take oregano and just pull it and use it as a brush, dip it in olive oil and just use it as a brush on the on the food or just throw it in the food the way it is. Yeah. (laughs) What a great idea. Wait, let me recap that. You'll go on, you'll take a branch of the olive, the oregano, clip it, use that as a brush. And use it as a brush. On the food. How beautiful is nature? That's amazing. That's gorgeous. Okay. Next, moving on to parsley. Magdano? Magdano. Okay. Parsley is also good for the digestive system. And hold on one moment, please. Yeah. But in your kitchen, do you use it because of the flavor? Like if we're talking about the Icarian kitchen? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Parsley. Okay. So if you go outside someone's patio, you're going to see in flower pots because it's so convenient just to go and cut a sprig. You're going to see parsley, celery, um, maybe some fennel growing. We have wild dill, but we like to put it in pots too so we can water it so it continues growing. You're going to see these things. You're going to see mint growing in flower pots. Because we need it. We have, we use it daily. So it's really a part of your culture and the food, the, you know, like the food that you eat. So that's why it's so helpful to have it fresh and on hand. Do you We don't use it dried. We don't use parsley dried. We don't use dried dill or dill seed. And we don't use celery. I don't even know if celery. Oh, yes, you can get celery seed. But we use all these fresh. Which makes a difference in the flavor. What about like... For someone who's listening in the States or who's not on the island of Icaria or on a place where they can go to the mountain and just pick their herbs, do you think, because I know you were born in the States and you've been in Icaria for years and years and years, 20 plus, would you recommend to somebody that just like plant all these herbs in the summer and just use, or do some t- something like on a windowsill or bring pots into your house or you think it would get complicated? No, I don't think so. No, no. Um, when I was living here, I had little flower pots on my windowsill and I would just cut slowly, cut a little bit at a time so it would come back. But if it wasn't enough, I would also go to, there's stores now where you can find good good fresh herbs. I bought mint today from a store because I needed it for a, a vegetable dish I made. And the aroma was great. It wasn't, okay, it's not like Icaria, of course, but it was really good. It was good. So I think now we have these things available to us more. 
We should mention to the followers that are listening that while you are a resident and you live on the island, you take you're you're visiting the states right now. Yes, um, I apologize. I should have said that. Yes, I'm in the states. I'm in Michigan right now. You're in Michigan. So how does it feel like? How does it feel to be back? In the states, you are you feeling like I love like, coming back. I love coming doing, back. I love staying stay with my family, hanging out with them. No, it's all good. Awesome, awesome. Okay, back to the kitchen. Beans, help me with beans, my friend. Honey, beans are not boring and they're not difficult. Okay, <laughs> all you have to do is add some herbs and some vegetables to it, and you have a wonderful dish. Which uh, which herbs do you recommend? It depends on which dish you're doing. All right, first of all, I have tried the, the canned beans. I've tried the frozen beans. I'm not so pleased with them. I prefer the dried beans that you buy in the plastic bag that you soak. You don't soak all the beans overnight, okay? The black-eyed peas don't need to be soaked. Lentil doesn't need to be soaked. Um, the giant, the giant beans, I believe they're butter beans, need to be soaked. If you make black-eyed peas, okay, you're gonna bring it to a boil, dump the first water, and then put new water, cover it, and let it cook, right? And you're gonna add into that lots of dill or fennel. Uh, collard greens and green onion. And at the end, you're going to put olive oil on top. You can put a little bit of rice if you like. Some people have asked me if, if potato goes. Of course it goes. You take a recipe, you do what you want with it. But this is the basic. And you're going to get a dish that is anything but boring. Wow. Must try this evening. And the giant beans, celery, parsley, carrot, onion, tomato. How can that be boring? Far from it, far from it. And I think we have these preconceptions about vegetables and beans that are like, boring and all that. No, no, no. I no. disagree. I really, so, I, yeah, I really believe it's the herbs and the olive oil. I, I really do. And I think that we need to like, not, we don't need to, I don't mean to be everybody's boss, but for me, I'm talking about me. I, I, I have found that when I eat closer to the earth, I really feel better and I move better. You and do. I, Yeah. You do. But I would like to mention one thing. People are afraid of beans because they're, they're afraid that's going to be too heavy on the stomach. I've had nutritionists come out and I've, there's two theories that I've heard so far in all my years. The one is that we're used to beans, so we don't have this problem. I'm not so sure about that. I tend toward the second theory, which is because we use so many of these herbs that are good for indigestion or help, help you digest. I believe this is the biggest reason we don't have a problem with the beans. Because we eat a lot of beans. Yeah, I got to, I've really got to experiment a little bit more. I will tell you uh, quickly, today, this morning, I was feeling like being, uh, I, I wanted to get my therapy for my cooking. And I took about an hour and I started doing some prep work. I put some beans in the oven. They didn't turn out as well as I liked just because they were frozen. They had a lot of water on them. So mm-hmm. that's not my first preference. And then I made like a little appetizer dish to nibble on throughout the day. I've got like tomatoes, peppers, and cucumbers with a little bit of lathi or olive oil. Um, and I have a fruit platter. So I have some healthy things to nibble on. And it just felt so good to prepare those. Good for you. That's fantastic. Yeah. And they're simple, simple and healthy and, and like colorful. And they're satisfying. And they're satisfying. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So we're, we're running out of time here, but for okay. the rest of this episode, we've discussed that the Icarian kitchen should have garlic, onion, herbs, parsley, beans, bay leaves, Bay leaves. I forget because I have the tree outside. I always forget bay leaves. <laughs> okay, so do how do you you just use that like in a stefado or a meat dish? 
I use it in my tomato sauces, in my lentil soup, in my, yeah, in my stifado for sure you need it. But I always take it out afterwards. I don't serve it on the plate. Okay, so it just is added for the flavor. It gives a nice flavor. Okay, what about grassi or wine? Is this for adding to the food or for drinking while you're cooking, Kiki? Honey bunch, the latter. <laughs> you can have a little sippy here and a little sippy there. <laughs> it goes good with both. You could do it with both. It's perfect. I can't remember. Is there a wine? Like I know when I was in Samos, which is an island close by, they have a Samyoti wine. Is there a fame? I know like in, um, also like in Anjos, in they have Mastija. In Samos, they have a, what, do you have a special drink in Icaria? We have Pramnosinos. We, our wine was referred to by Homer. In the Iliad, yes, yes, we have ancient grapes. We have our type, our grape. We have the ancient brand of grapes, ancient breed. What do you call it? How, how do you spell that, or do you know, like, how do you say it again? That wine, uh, Pramios, P R A M N I O S. Awesome, Pramios wine. I wonder. I gotta try that. We have a super interesting history on wine in Icaria, but that's for another day. Oh my gosh! Can you wet my palate? <laughs> Too much information. You have to come back. Oh, yeah. Listen, I'm working on it. I am working on it. Okay. In our remaining moments, um, have I missed anything? I know we're we're like really brushing this really like broad, but is there anything that um, I forgot to mention? Oh, we forgot mint. Mint's a, a big one in your kitchen. Mint. Yes. Okay. So we use mint in lots of vegetable dishes, many, many bean dishes. And mint has a lot of properties. It's also very good for digestion. Um, we use it as a tea also. We love mint tea. It also can be relaxing when we drink it. And okay. So it is, it's good for your, it's good for your digestion, antibacterial, anti-inflammatory, and it also boosts the immune system. So, um, Thea, let me understand this correctly. When you're cooking in Nicaria, the, the dishes that you've mentioned, the foods, the herbs, the vegetables, the produce, et cetera, the oil, the wine, they all have some type of health property to them. Is that the mindset of an Icarian that if I eat it, it better be good for me, like more than just taste well, t- taste good, but be good for me? No, actually, we're very fortunate that the things that taste good are good for us. <laughs> You're making me want to come back. Shoot. I think it's time, Kiki. I know. We keep talking about this. I think that this is why I keep channeling you. <laughs> oh, you, you have to get a dose of Icaria. Exactly. Exactly. Well, like Hippocrates said, let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. So truly. There you go. Yeah, honestly. So if we do eat um, food that gives us everything we need from flavor to health, man, it's, it's a win-win. Definitely. I agree with you on that. Did I forget anything about the Icarian kitchen? Like any basics? I think we're good. I think we've got it. I think we have all the basics that we need to have in our kitchen. All right. When we talk to you next, it'll be all about rosemary and thyme. Okay, Kukla. Nice to see you. Bye-bye. Nice to see Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. Stay right there. Up next, your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well. Hola, Kala. This Hola, Kala moment brought to you by the law offices of Liston and Centillus, ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010, taking care of all your real estate needs. 
love my teas, and lately been enjoying peppermint tea in the evening before bed. The properties of this sweet caffeine-free tea are calming and ease digestion issues after dinner. It also seems to improve my sleep, but don't take it from me. Science backs tea and extracts as a drink to boost your health and rest your mind and even relieve headache pain. Olakala, all is well when you stock that cupboard with peppermint tea. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit kefilife.com, at kefilife365 on Instagram, and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Kefi Life.